Welcome once again to the Ebone Zone as I invite you to sit back, relax, and listen for the 363rd time on this Friday, November 17th, 2023. I hope you'll enjoy this week's episode, The Ballad of Scammers and Snakes. Scam calls are no fun. One minute you think it's your long-lost cousin who hasn't shown up for Christmas dinner in 10 years because he's moved states and been so busy he can barely breathe. And then the next thing you know, your bank account is missing $300. What if I told you, though, there was a way to put a stop to all that mess? Taiwan thinks they have the answer. And if I'm being honest, I think this seems pretty cool. Check it out. Authorities ordered cell phone providers to block incoming overseas calls that were pretending to be local. So right from the jump, we can see they've got a plan. And it seems to be working so far because the total number of inbound international calls has fallen from 50.8 million to 15 million pretty quickly. Taiwan's campaign also includes a special number that's sort of like 911. For example, you know that the police would never call you, much less from a random number from your hometown, right? So whenever you want to call the cops, you dial 911. It's the same way here. Whenever the Taiwanese government has an official notice to bring to people's attention, they'll text you using the number 111. That seems like a smart idea. I don't know about you, but I like it. This week, I would like to continue a tradition that I hold very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 3, verse 18 says, My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. We know here that John, the writer of this book in this verse, is calling for Christians to act in love, not just think about it. It's important to communicate love through our words, but we've also got to live that love out. We've also got to show that love through actions. After all, your word is just words unless you can back it up. And honestly, I think in today's time, we do need more love. We need to show the love that Christ has shown us. We need to show the love that he gave us when he died on the cross for us. We need to show that change that he's created in our lives by loving people, outwardly showing our love for God to them and outwardly showing our love for people to them. Because if we are Christians, if we have a love for God, that will inspire a love for our fellow man because Christ loved his fellow man. Christ loves his fellow man. And he wants us to love others as he loves us. And if we look at Jesus himself, he showed and shows all kinds of love. In John 13, he washed the disciples' feet. He died on the cross for our sins in the Gospels. That was the ultimate sacrifice. That was the ultimate display of love. God's love for humanity, Jesus' love for the people that he is dying to save. He knows that this is going to be a painful death. He knows that this cup could very well be taken from him. He knows that this is something that could be prevented by calling 10,000 angels down to wipe out all the Roman soldiers, to do away with humanity. But he undergoes that 
anyway because he wants to see us saved. He wants to see us reconciled to the Father. That is the highest form of love. And let's think about forgiveness for a second. Can forgiving somebody who has hurt us help us show love in action? I think so, because if somebody has hurt us, what do we do? A lot of times we think on it. A lot of times we meditate on it. A lot of times we think, oh, I don't really, I really don't like this person because they hurt me or what they did to me or what they said to me. Well, I wager this. Jesus from the cross said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. If we can show forgiveness like that, if we can show love like that, even as Jesus was dying on the cross, even as Jesus was breathing his last breaths, he still showed love for humankind. He still showed love for his creation because it's in his nature. God is love, and Jesus is one of the three parts of the Trinity. So Jesus is God. Jesus is fully God and fully man. God is love. He sent his son to the cross out of love for us, out of love for his creation. And we should show that same love. We should show that same sacrificial love. When it boils down to it, friends, we need to love like Jesus. Sometimes the internet can be a pretty cool place. Other times, well, not so much. And that's why I've taken it upon myself to dive back into the depths of Twitter to see which side of the coin we're presented with this week. This week's hashtag is AdRodents Improve Anything. The first response to the hashtag AdRodents Improve Anything is I just called to say I love shrews. Honestly, I can't say that or sing it because A, I'm unfamiliar with the song, and B, I'm unfamiliar with shrews. So I'd have to meet one first before I decide on that large of a commitment. Are they friendly? Can I pet them? That would be huge. If both of those questions can be answered with yes, then I'm game. Come on, bring the shrews. The next response to this week's hashtag is Stuart Littlehouse on the Prairie. Oh, goodness, now they have a rat problem? Hasn't that family been through enough? The third response of the week is new from Crumble Cookies, Chocolate Chipmunk. You know, that is a cute name. I've got to give you that one. But if there's an actual chipmunk in my cookie, I just might fight somebody. I might lose all of my inhibition (laughs) because, mm, oh, I can't even fathom it. A chipmunk in your cookie. Forget a pirate in your soup. A chipmunk in your cookie... That's a new level of no. Our next response is mouse-to-mouse resuscitation. Well, of course. How else are they going to save their tiny mouse buddies when they get into a tight spot and collapse from lack of oxygen? I mean, it just makes sense. And the last response is this. The rat in the hat. I think Disney did that one already. Fantasia was a masterwork for its time. Anybody who's seen that can agree. We talked about spiders last week, so it's only natural progression that we talk about snakes this week. But not in the way you think. I guess if I had to tell you how to think about it, this could be sold as some sort of weird form of revenge because usually snakes bite you. But this time you can bite back with Pizza Hut's new snake meat pizza. 
No, this episode isn't sponsored by Pizza Hut, although I will admit that would be a pretty convincing ad. Pizza Hut, if you're listening, by the way, and you're interested, call me. Maybe we can work out a deal. Anyway, this pizza is inspired by a dish in China that's called snake stew, and it features, well, the obvious snake meat, black mushrooms, and Chinese dried ham. This pie is available for a limited time, and people who've tried it say that snake tastes similar to dry chicken. All right, forgive me for going on a bit of a tangent here, but why in the world is it that every time people have an exotic meat that's a bit left of center, they say this tastes an awful lot like chicken? Not everything can. Can it taste similar? I mean, sure, but is it just that you're so shocked by the new flavors and textures that you don't know what else to say? I've always struggled with this idea that everything that's new tastes like chicken. Frog legs taste like chicken. It's weird because they actually sort of do. And now I'm saying it. See what you got me doing? I'm sorry. I just had to get that out. Snake meat is believed to have healing properties. And according to Pizza Hut Hong Kong, quote, combined with pizza, it marks a breakthrough from the conventional concept of what maintaining good health means while challenging one's taste buds. You know, it sounds gross, and I'm shocked to hear myself say this, but I don't think I would turn it down. I might be apprehensive at first, but who knows? I tried cubed cow tongue on a taco last week, and that wasn't terrible. It tasted like a cross between steak and pork. I want to know from you. Would you try it? Leave your answer in the comments on Facebook. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. I'm really glad you could make it, and I hope you enjoyed the festivities. If you want to stay connected to the show, I'd invite you to pop on over to Facebook or Twitter and give the page a follow. Just search Ebone Zone on Facebook and Official EBZ on Twitter. And if you want more from the podcast, visit the website, www.ebonezone.com. If you're new, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next week, my friend, God bless you, stay humble, and remember... Keep an ear out.